What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Welcome to Vietnam. Good no. morning. No. Oh. Uh, welcome to Sticker Madness, the podcast where uh, we talk about bad movies. We are bad movie lovers, and you are a bad movie lover, I hope. Otherwise, you're listening to the wrong show. Or you just like my face. You're, hmm. So you're listening to it. Okay. So you're making, you've already made bad decisions, dear listener. Yeah. <laughs> you started up. The, your day by putting your pants on backwards, and now you're pr- imagining what Sam's face looks like while you hear his voice. While well, you hear what it sounds like. Is it is it a handsome face that they imagine, or... This is, is the sound of my face. It doesn't have to have, have a... I could just be an ominous face voice. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show on Sam's pie hole. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm your host, Justin. With me are always Sam and Jackie. This is our part two episode of our year in review, your five of podcasting, where we recount our favorite movies that we watched in the previous year of the show. Uh, this episode, we will be counting down uh, numbers four through one, and then we will also discuss our favorite movies of 2018. So let's get back into the list. If you missed the uh, bottom half, make sure to go back to listen to last week's episode uh, where we cover those. Um, continuing uh, with a previous number that we talked about uh, from last week, I put Howling 2, Your Sister's a Werewolf, much higher than you did. Yeah. I fucking loved that. And here's my thing. Here's like again, I have these genres of shitty movies that hit all the right buttons for me for some reason, and werewolf movies are one of them. I fucking love werewolf movies, like all of them. Yeah. I kind of like werewolves, and I don't know really why because I don't like except Teen Wolf. I don't like Teen Wolf because they're not werewolves. They're, they're hairy people. They're they're the fur boy, the dog boy at the circus. That's all they are. Not even that. They're not even that. They're just hairy sports players. I don't like that. No. I like werewolves that like the moon comes out and they stalk prey at night and eat them with their big teeth. I like werewolves because they're stupid. They're really dumb. Right? I think they're I don't pretty know. stupid or are werewolves cool. I think they're stupid. I think they're stupid, but I don't like them because I think they're stupid. Okay. I don't like werewolf movies. Really? And that's why when Howling even makes my list, mm-hmm. it's like, good job, because you're you know playing the sort of game I don't even like to watch, and I liked it this much. I mean, it was a good time, and I just... Wolf with Nicholson is awful. <laughs> I mean, it's just <laughs> He's bad. He's a Tom. I, like, Silver Bullet has some really stupid, dumb, fun moments, but I'm not a fan. American Werewolf in Paris. Paris is okay. I'm not. I, that's a Landis one, right? Yeah. American Werewolf in London was one of the most awful things I've ever seen. It's terrible. I The Underworld movies just blow ass. I don't like <laughs> any of them. Hey, I watched the first one last night. 
Underworld? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. He's, the guy's a dumbass. The guy, yeah. The super being is a dumbass. Yeah, he's like a derper. He's a dumbass. <laughs> he's a derper. Werewolves are typically dumbasses. And, like, Kate Beckinsale's butt in leather can't save it for me. And that's that's rough. That's how much I hate werewolves. Man, I like werewolves. Okay. Because I think that they're stupid. Because, like, the mythos behind werewolf, like, you're a dog person? I mean, like, that's not really scary. I mean, wolves are bad. Wolves are bad. They eat people. They eat farm animals, and uh, they're fucking up uh, northern Idaho, I guess. Maybe some Montana. Like, you know, timber wolves are kind of a problem. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, are they a problem? They'll eat your children. But, like, uh, uh, dire wolves are cool. But that's about it. Like, wolves don't really... Like, what about I, the wolves from... Or the werewolves from uh, the Twilight series? I'm, I'm, no, I don't like them. Um, I'm getting to a point. If I was to anthropomorphize an animal that I could become, I'm not going to choose a wolf. No. Like, I'm going to go with, like, a unicorn. So... Or, like... A uh, unicorn. Yeah, I mean, if I... If, you know, I mean, two werewolves don't exist, Jackie, so I can pull what, whatever I want. Or a, a fucking dragon. Or even, like, in reality, I'm probably going to choose, like, a cheetah. Or a bird. Or... But, like... Wolves just wander around and poop in the woods. They don't. That's the, not really something I want to be. And you have to add to, like, with the vampire, it's like, well, you, they're really hard to kill. Mm -hmm. uh, vampires can, have many superpowers. They have many superpowers. Werewolves Seductive, are just dog uh, people. Usually rich guys, you know, because they live forever and they accumulate a yeah. bunch of skills. You know, they're like the, the Count of St. Germain or uh, um, what's his name? Uh, the cool guy. Uh, Kevin Pock. Kevin, oh, Pollock. Kevin Pollock, yeah, yeah. The, the Count of St. Germain. Um, uh, vampires are cool. I mean, they have uh, superpowers. They have superpowers. Like in a, in, a, in a real world existence, like vampires are going to rule the world. But werewolves just. Are just dog people. They hump legs. Yeah, they don't. You have to add superpowers to them to bring them up to a certain level in the movie. And so if it's just a werewolf, it's like. Neat. So once a month, you turn into something that would still get your ass totally that, kicked by a bear. That eats other werewolves' poo. Like, I don't want to be a dog. No. I mean, I'm sure that they all seem to be very happy, but, dude, they hump and eat poo. <laughs> so that's why I like werewolves. Because it's and, dumb. Because it's dumb. And Howling 2 is basically the pinnacle of stupid werewolves. Oh, like, yeah. it's as dumb as you can get. And there's a guy in there that's dumber than the werewolves. <laughs> and he's pissed inadvertently for whatever reason. Let me tell you something. Okay. Vampires are going to rule this world. And they're rich because of one simple factor. Oh, okay. Why? No grocery bill. <laughs> right. And they never have to turn on their heat. Right. You know, so it's not like they need air conditioning or anything. No, they've got good things that I would seek after. Like, you know... You, you you get those, uh, those being able to see in the dark. What what's what are those guys in in Blade that you know like the Stephen? There's not Stephen Dorff, but there's the guy who's like, so are you gonna bite me today, Stephen Dorff? No, you're you don't deserve to be one of us. You're a dipshit. There's guys that want to be churned. Like yeah, like vampire groupies. Vampire groupies. Werewolves don't have fucking groupies. No, the werewolves in the shared they eat worlds their groupies. Right. are usually <laughs> vampire groupies. Right. Yeah, no, uh, no, werewolves are stupid, and Howling 2 is stupid, and I love it. It's got everything for me. That That's for me, is Howling 2. You want to make a movie that gives me what I want? Make that movie. Uh-huh. 
Sam, you're number four. Return of Swamp Thing. Return of Swamp Thing, Jim Minerski again. Jim Minerski <laughs> again. And even though I put it ahead of my favorite Winerski movie, it's because I've seen that one so many times. Mm-hmm. I had seen Return of Swamp Thing before. Right. And a combination of it being just as much as I liked it when I was a kid mm-hmm. on the revisit. Right. And it blowing the fuck out of the other Swamp Thing movie. Like, the other Swamp Thing is not that fun. It's a bad movie. It's a bad it, movie. It is like Wes Craven had a job after that. I am, what? How, what? See, and I really liked the uh, gas station attendant, that little kid. That's in Swamp Thing 1. Oh, I thought that was in the second one. No, 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 no. no. Oh, no. Swamp I've Thing. Misspoken. Swamp Thing 2 has the kids in the trailer park that are getting the porn. Yeah, right. Those two precocious scams. Yes. Okay. They're more well, they're way more fun than the gas station kid. Right. They are they more are. fun than the gas station kid. I disagree with you. I think that Swamp Thing One is a lot of fun because of how bad it is and it's like and it's it's shockingly bad. It's surprisingly bad. It's very bad. And that's kind of why I like it. And so I didn't expect Return of Swamp Thing to be better. Like because Swamp Thing has a following. Like it's a well known yeah. declared bad movie people talk about it all the time but return of swamp thing is again kind of low on the radar the jim uh-huh. winerski movies nobody's talking about it and it may be his best movie oh yeah it's a the just to the costume itself is exponentially better than right. the guy in the rubber right. suit right uh it genuinely funny genuinely again. funny uh sarah douglas always great yeah love sarah douglas uh monique gabriel as, again as you were and heather locklear being the worst actress that i could possibly imagine and nailing it and being you think she's nailing she's it? she's nailing terrible she's nailing terrible definitely yeah. but is she trying to be terrible i think he, every once in a while when i'm watching these winerski movies I think he's making him act as dumb as they possibly can, Maybe? and he's doing a good job getting him there, and then they get the rest of the way there themselves. I think she's trying to be this stupid, and she's doing a good job. She's as bad as they're eating her, and they're they're going to eat me? She's like, I, be, I think what he's wanting is that, like, I'd deliver this line if I didn't want to go to Macy's right now. <laughs> That's what he's like. I want you to go for that, and she's getting there. She's getting there. Uh, she's terrible. And if it's if it's good, terrible, then congratulations, you've killed it because you are she's terrible. Because she's not that bad. I've she's seen pretty, TJ Hooker. She's I've seen TJ bad. Hooker. She's not that bad. Uh, no, Return of Swamp Thing was a huge surprise to me, and the fact that the villain is the same without any explanation about dude, you die. Yeah, you, you got turned into a pig guy. And die. And die. But now you're just okay. <laughs> kind of, but I guess he's got like something that he has to do, otherwise he'll turn back into a pig guy. Uh, no, Maybe. I thought he just wanted to be immortal by stealing souls. Oh, and the I soul trans tell. Any movie where you've got a soul transferring machine, I like. Yeah. Because you're going to have that bad uh, painted animation special effects of of souls sucking yeah. like I, I i go for painted animation effects that are bad every time i'm a sucker for it and that he's got all this science he's the bad guy from the, like he's should be the worst bad guy in the swamp thing universe uh-huh. and in this movie swamp thing finds him to be a minor nuisance right <laughs> 
Uh, Return to Swamp Thing is fantastic. Stop what you're doing. Go watch Return to Swamp Thing. Jackie, number four. Retro Puppet Master. Retro Puppet Master? The Greg Sestero masterpiece. I haven't seen this one. Yeah. Um, it's it's when the Puppet Master is a young man, and yeah, he he's has he's living in Germany. Yeah. He's too long. Too uh, long. Uh, that's Greg Sestero's character. He's, he's young, young, too long. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we, we get to see how these puppets start, you know, where the original puppets came from, right? Uh-huh, right. And... It's just kind of nice to see the puppets come to life and he saved all of his friends and then they're little fucking monsters that kill people. Right. And I love it. They're too long is a jerk. Uh huh. He you can't just die if you care about too long. Like if you're his bro and you're hanging out and you're like, dude, you want to go get some drinks one night? Yeah, let's meet up. And then like some mummies come and kill you. Too long is going to be like. I need you in my life. So now you have to live inside of this little doll and you don't even get to be you anymore. You get to be the little doll. Like now you're a vicious murderer of people. Uh-huh. Or it's like, well, I saved you. You can live as long as this doll lives, maybe thousands or hundreds or 10 years, whatever. Right. 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 And they make it a while and they're like, I'm bored as fuck. I'm going to just murder the shit out of people now just for amusement. Uh, well, that could be one path, but they start murdering people like the next day. You can't. Yeah. Well, why not? I mean, you're trapped inside of a little wooden shitty thing. Yeah. Like I'm never going to feel the touch of another human being's hand on my face. I'm not going to be able to pet a dog. Yeah. I'm not going to be able yes, to en- enjoy no. driving a car. Um, I'm stuck in this little fucking wooden thing. So I'm gonna, Thanks, too long. Yep, so I'm going to kill this person by cutting them open butt first. My wife is now a, a leech puker. She's yep. got leeches living inside of her that she pukes out. That sucks. You're a jerk, too long. Mm-hmm. Just let me die in peace, you selfish prick. Greg Sestero. <laughs> yep. Now, Jackie, you like the Puppet Master movies. I, I do, general, And I don't. There's just this, something weird about him. This tone, this feeling. The, probably the the Charles Band soundtrack does it for me. That I just it's not for me. That's the thing that I like is that the the soul of the Puppet Master movies is this like kind of lollygagging, mm-hmm. drawn out mm-hmm. feeling, looking, sounding Charles Band thing that mm-hmm. you're like, I don't care for it. And I'm like, this is the only charm for these movies for me. This is what I like about them. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a you're either for or against that yeah. uh, feeling, and I'm I'm on the other side of the fence. Yeah. See, and I just like puppets that kill people. Oh. Okay, all right. I think it's creepy. Um, I like that they have independent thought. So it's not like he's like, all right, puppet, you are now alive. Go kill Sam. Yeah, he's not actually the puppet master. He's a he's the puppet keeper. The puppet keeper. Right, because and, essentially he's just there to fix their broken parts and shit. Mm-hmm, right, but. Right. The puppets all think for themselves, and the, I think that that is a, a endearing part of the story for me, because if the puppet gets pissed, he's just going to go fucking kill that guy. Right. And, you know, it's not like they're going to put him in puppet jail. Nobody believes that a puppet's going to kill somebody. If I had a little puppet friend, do you know how many people would be dead around me? You would be hired by the government. 
Yeah, a little puppet killer. Yeah, you're, the puppets would be assassins immediately. Like yeah. you would. It, it's probably yeah, again, that'd go well. It's like, not going to go well. Send in the puppets. Oh, look, somebody picked one up and lit it on fire. <laughs> yeah, that one didn't last very long. Damn it! Oh, that one got hucked into the ocean, and now it's inside of a shark. Again, the CIA tried to make a spy out of a kitty cat, Sam, and it got ran over. They're not good at what they're I doing. Would take a cat versus any one of these puppets. <laughs> If I'm if I'm gambling on weird fights, <laughs> what about what about a puppet that's got a head drill? I mean, that seems like you it's could just not take fast. down Manuel Noriega with, right? Yeah, <laughs> or a cat. Like the cat's just too fast. Cat's gonna get in there one strick of the blade yeah. and then out. Uh, because it's um, stop motion animation, the puppets do not move fast. No, they're not, they're not fast movers. Uh, uh-uh. they move pretty slow. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's an agonizing death being killed by one of these puppets because it takes so goddamn long. Oh, dude, would you just get it over with? You have six gun hands. Yeah. Just shoot me. And he's busy smiling at you. Oh, my God, get it over with. Going to drill a hole in you and you start it at your hip. <laughs> Ow. Like, oh, my God, this Ow. is going to hurt for 18. Ow. I'm going to be here for 90 minutes dying. Ow. Jesus. Man, you're very pokey. Ow. Yeah. Stop well, if you got him in the back of the ankle where the tendon is and... A major source of blood supply, you die out pretty fast. They're little tiny knives, Jackie. Like you could You just, don't need a big one to hit an artery. I guess, but at the same time, you could just punt these little things. You could just punt them. You're like roll over on a drill and what's oh, what's that? Okay. You just got thrown out the window. <laughs> oh Uh oh. Looks like looks like Sparky's got a hold of him now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I, again, I understand the attraction of the puppet masters. I just, there's that feeling doesn't work for me. Yeah. But, uh, Jackie, you do like them. So. I do. And, and I would argue that out of all of them, retro puppet master is probably the most banana business. That's fun. Number three for me, a controversial call, you might say, but I watched it by myself. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. If not in the top three favorite movies of all time. Rumble in the fucking Bronx. I fucking love that movie. It's a really good movie. It's not. <laughs> it's yes. a really bad well, movie. <laughs> I can't. I, 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 I always argue with you because of how much gets changed in the translation of the overdubbed version. I can't overstate that some of the things, be whether they're translation errors, they still play to take place on screen. And you're 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 pulling a Giuliani with me right here. Don't believe your eyes. That's not what that. No, it's a bad movie, Sam. But it's fucking amazing. It is such a masterpiece of uh, everything that Jackie is. Uh, charismatic, uh, fun enjoyable you like him he's the most likable person on the planet and supremely talented and impervious to damage the guy gets hit by a fucking hovercraft it's yeah and i guess why i can't even if with translation bad or whatever i just can't have it as bad because genre right yeah it's one of the best kung fu movies ever made it's one of the best kung fu movies ever made can it be bad if it's one of the best of it's what it's trying to and do? Thoroughly stupid throughout. The, the comedy is silly. It's, it's not just that. It's the plot is Jackie moves to the Americas, yeah. the Bronx, as it were, and becomes the bodyguard of a convenience store 
that's in the hottest crime part of town because of motorcycle thugs uh-huh. who have motorcycle races and they're, that's their key to being a bad guy. But then there's a bag of diamonds that end up in a child's wheelchair. So therefore, the fake uh-huh. FBI has to then take down the crime gang. So Jackie's got to team up with the uh-huh. motorcycle gang to take down... This guy who likes golf and he in, in ends up with uh, the government saying, you know what, Jackie, go ahead and run over the bad guy with a hovercraft. Yeah. <laughs> We're, you know what? We're going to allow you, Mr. Civilian, to take over the hovercraft that tried to kill you and just run over a guy that's golfing. <laughs> It'd be Mangold wrote it, right? It's the same guy from Copland. I'm going to admit, I've never seen this. Yeah. You haven't. And it's, it's a mistake on your part. And I think that we will be doing an episode on Rumble in the Bronx. But, I mean, my top list, it, it, it starts with Joe versus the Volcano and will end with Joe versus the Volcano for the rest of time. But that number two spot is highly contested between uh, the Fellowship of the Ring and Rumble in the Bronx. And every time I see one or the other, I'm like, nope, it's this one. It's this. No, it's this one. Mm-hmm. And obviously, uh, Fellowship of the Ring is one of the greatest movies that's ever been a masterpiece of filmmaking, whereas Rumble in the Bronx is a masterpiece of Kung Fu. But as far as my personal favorites, I just can't decide. Yeah. I mean, it's so fucking good. And one of my favorite childhood movies that I've ever seen, and I've probably seen it. If you've seen Dune 30 times, I've seen Rumble in the Bronx 31 times. Really? Yeah. Yeah. When I for the first time I saw it, it was like I went to Blockbuster, picked it up right, right when we got it stateside, pretty much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I watched it five fucking times before I brought it back to Blockbuster. Right. It, it was like everything should be Rumble. And everything was Rumble in the Bronx for like a month and a half. And like, again, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's Jackie Chan's best movie, but it's my favorite Jackie yeah. Chan movie. And it's one of my favorite movies of all time without a fucking doubt. And it's not my favorite Jackie Chan anymore because... We all have our own buttons, mm-hmm. and Project A pushes my buttons. Project A is pretty goddamn good. Project A just makes me happy. Like, I'm happy just thinking about that that movie exists right now. See, that's how I feel about Rumble and the yeah. It's I'm happy. It, it gives me true joy. Like, like, like biblical joy. Yes. Like, that is my, if I had to uh, put on a suit and tie and go to church every day, that's the movie that I'm like... Let's uh, we'll have the sermon about uh, the quality of uh, Jackie Chan's ability to jump through a shopping cart while it's moving. So why did Jackie jump through the ladder? It's (laughs) not just because the ladder was there and there's men that he's fighting on the other side of it. It's a metaphor for how we negotiate life. (laughs) The Church of Chan. I could do it. (laughs) I'd go every Sunday. Uh, Number three, Sam. This is where Hawkeye lands for me. Wow. Number three, Hawkeye. I just couldn't. It was mesmerizing how dumb and at the same time how like intentional bullshit got stuffed into one canister. And Mm -hmm. I was I couldn't believe this thing when I saw it. I was just like, what is this got? This is exists. Right. It is mind boggling that it even got made. Indeed. And it's a passion project. Yeah. Uh, It's a, I wouldn't say it's a vanity piece gone awry. It's delivered exactly how it's intended to. And that versus these vanity pieces gone awry, like 
he could actually go for a vanity piece because he's pretty in shape and not a bad-looking guy, right? But he didn't really do that. What he did is he had Macho go <laughs> he awry. He had Macho and this go this is awry. like Macho goes all the way wrong is the best, like, to put this into uh, one sentence. That's the way I would describe Hawkeye. That's a good way of putting it. I, I, I can get behind that. Macho goes awry. Since we previously discussed it last week, I think we kind of flushed out everything with Hawkeye. Butt yeah. shots, kicks. Uh, again, I would say Texas. stop what you're doing. Go watch that if you haven't seen it. Hawkeye is... Uh, it's It could be in People's Hall of Fame. It really could. It could. It's something else. It's special. It is a special movie. Jackie, number three. Oh, you guys are going to hate me. Oh, good. The Nun. <laughs> what? what? I loved this movie. Oh, I don't think you did. I've watched it like two or three times since we first talked about it. Okay, so maybe on a revisit, it, it kind of got you. But the first time when we talked about it on the episode, you were bored with we it. We didn't even, it just didn't even make the smabfas. Right. Yeah. But uh, revisit but I, apparently bumped I it I revisited up. it okay. a couple of times and mm-hmm. I, I'm i hooked on it now. Okay. I think it's just so much fun. And uh, Why? Why? why well, why, where first you get off, that? I like Diamond. Beecher. Okay. okay. Beecher. He's the he's the father, the priest uh, guy with the right. black hair, the Spanish guy priest. That sucks and gets knocked over and then stands up and leaves. That's his what he does the whole movie. Pretty much. Hey, he got trapped in a coffin. Yeah. With he a did. bell. Yeah. Like, that was pretty scary. No. <laughs> and then there's but, like towny guy that pants don't stay up. Right. And then the Sister of the lady that's in the other bad horror movies. Yep. So Bonnie Aarons, who okay. is the scary nun. Okay. Oh. She, I'm looking at a picture of her right now. Uh-huh. She looks, yeah, she looks like a scary witch. Okay. In okay. real life. All right. And like her nose and everything is that narrow. Oh my. All right. And. I just thought she did a bang up job with like really getting her mouth open wide and no, she, opening uh, her mouth <laughs> is now qualifying as acting. <laughs> hey, they had to fit her with some prosthetic teeth to make them all sharp and gross. That's not acting. Holy shit, Reb. You're going for the Oscar. Oh, <laughs> fucking Reb Brown is like the fuck. The, the fuck. fuck. Right. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> I was imagining the boobies and I was 20 years ahead of my time. <laughs> Red Brown, the Van Gogh of acting. <laughs> Cut off my goddamn ear because the nun is... People like that shit? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I love it. I think it's fun. I think it's uh, At tedious. the end is, is you know, the, the fight scene where she's flying all over the place and the village idiot guy is trying to save the innocent nun and all the spooky cat jumping out of the closet type of stuff that hate, happens. Hate, hate. Um you know, they find a dead body with their food or they keep their food in the storage unit and stuff. I, I don't know. It had all of the classic horror. The 13 marks year for old me. classic. Yeah. yeah. The PG and I like 13 it. horror. Yeah. This thing is, a, it is like, it has every one of those check the boxes for a PG 13 horror. Yep. It did all of it. It certainly does. And yep. I hate every single one of those check boxes. It's tedious to me and tedium in a film is unforgivable, unforgivable for me. There's nothing that anybody can do to redeem it if it's tedious. If it's a chore to watch a fucking movie, go eat shit, the nun. Well, I didn't think it was tedious. And, and like I said, upon revisiting it, 
you really do get into the bad acting. You kind of get away from the story. Aside from it being tedious for me, it is a bad movie. It is bad. It's bad acting, continuity errors out the ass. Nothing lines up. Nothing works together. The script is garbage. Uh, It's climactic acting action scene has a bad cut so bad that it loses continuity in its payout. Right. Right. That's as bad as you can do. You... (laughs) Did a bad cut on the climax? <laughs> yeah. Wait, you That's actually, what we showed up for. You're like, wait a second. He's there. And like, you just lo- you just kicked me out of the story world of this with that cut. Nice job. Yeah, that's the that's the penultimate fail you can do yeah. is is that. I think it's terribly entertaining. And I liked it. Sure. It, it is your it is your buttons yeah. that you enjoy. And I don't like any of those buttons. I. And sort of like a side thing on the nun with, because it's these action priests, right? Movies with action priests, because the action priests can't actually do action unless you're a Shaolin monk. Yeah, those are Shaolin monks. That's totally different. They're priests. Catholic action priests don't ever get to do anything. It's like, so these movies are based on this idea, like, well, we've got word of the top coming down from the Vatican. We've got to send in one of our men. To go there and hope for the best. Right. Because he can't fight. He's not allowed, I guess, or, or what? Like, what can he do when he gets there? Well. Get back to them? When, when we found you, you were fighting motorcycle gangs in the Bronx and running guys over with a hovercraft. But we, you know, we brought you into the family. Yeah. So now we have to send you out to do action. That's not how priests work. <laughs> no. But the thing is, is that they didn't find him fighting or whatever. His, no, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. not... How priests work that has never happened in the history of priesthood where it was like, you know, uh, we came to you when you were living with Jenny on top of the mountain and and we recruited you into the priesthood, you know, so you redeemed yourself for tearing ears off of people and making a necklace out of them as you ate their flesh and covered in blood. So what you're saying is that this nun movie was really realistic because the priest keeps getting pushed over because <laughs> we know that he he's not going to fight. A lot. Yeah, he can't fight back. And then none of them can, right? right? They're always like, okay, we've sent somebody. Why did you do that? Because all he's going to be able to do is like call you back on the phone and go, yep, turns out they were right. This is a bad situation. I am a priest. I am completely ill-equipped to deal with the situation. Their most action-y thing that they can do is chuck water at, at spooky ghosts, basically. The power of Christ compels you. That's, that's all they can do. And that's the most that action-y. And, and, yell at, and yell at demons. They can yell at demons. Yeah. But, but that's about it. He doesn't do anything. They don't ever do anything. The only action priest is in that goddamn Dan Brown bullshit. <laughs> the fucking Da Vinci Code. And he's, it's, what's a, he's evil. <laughs> right. He's, a, he's not an action priest. He's a fucking murderer. Right. Uh yeah nope these guys aren't qualified to take on the nun guys you might need uh you might need something else yeah you gotta bring in some townie that's half drunk and he's got <laughs> a shotgun that barely works and he can't even point it in the right direction woof uh number two for me Return of Swamp Thing nice yeah I fucking loved it I, and and there's just one reason why it didn't get number one because it's close enough to be number one that it could have been but uh something else is in that spot um. It's, again, not just the surprise factor that it's not his number one movie. It's that it's now my number one Wernerski movie. Mm-hmm. It's cleared so many other movies as far as it being awesome that it is now holding a very, 
very prestige location as the my favorite Jim Wynerski movie. That's it, dude. Return of Swamp Thing. It's awesome. It's fucking awesome. It has got every every bad movie checklist that can be had as far as an enjoyable popcorn eating stuff and giggle fest that you can also lampoon while you're watching it and everything that everything that takes place in front of the camera is well prepared and delivered and looks good and cheesy at the same yeah. time it's just like it's like the mona lisa of cheese oh yeah swamp thing gives thumbs up to kids and when you're a kid and you watch you're like oh swamp thing's awesome and then I'm, as I'm revisiting it, I kind of forgot that, and I'm an adult going, Swamp Thing's awesome. Swamp Thing's fucking awesome. Like, Reb Brown actually wants to be Swamp Thing. Is right. what he's been going for his whole life. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, kind of surprised he wasn't Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. He was, yeah. The guy that did Swamp Thing, though, he, he knocked it out of the park. Reb, we want you to be Swamp Thing. I can't. I've committed to Captain America, so. Yeah. I'm going to do better than the other guy. Actually, that guy was after him, and boy. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was not a good Captain America. Uh, Sam, your number two. My number two is this. Even though it was sort of the surprise of my year and we ended up having to like immediately do an episode on it afterwards. There was one ahead of it, strangely. But American Hunter. American Hunter is my number two with Chris Mitchum. Yeah. It was out like I watched it. And it hit me in the face. I was like, whoa, this thing is dumb. It's super dumb. And, the and he action, is super terrible. It's like watching. The, it's like the Star Wars kid got his own action movie. Yeah, a lot like that. Like he has the martial arts. I, guess. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it without laughing. <laughs> he does martial arts. <laughs> he does. I guess. Chris Mitchum might be <laughs> the worst cast that's ever been made. Like, I, I, let's throw Red Brown a compliment here. He's not. I look at the two. I'm probably taking Red oh, Brown. I'll take Red Brown. He's weak. Big. He's big. Chris Mitchum sucks. <laughs> There's nothing. Not one good thing about him. Like if I if I'm fucking uh, uh f- fucking uh, what's his name um the MGM guy. What's his goddamn name? Met- uh, Mayor. Roger Mayer, I think yeah. his name. Uh, that's not it at all. John Mayer. John Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm making, if I'm again sitting in my third story office at the studio lot, and in comes my favorite casting guy, and he brings in Chris. It's Robert Mitchum's son. You should, dude. You know everybody loves Robert Mitchum. You know, check out this Chris Mitchum guy. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. That's what Don't happened. Don't ever bring in another guy. <laughs> Ever. You're done. You'll never work in this town again. And then he goes to the Philippines and they make this movie. <laughs> Holy God. And then there's like, it tries to do all of the action guy things. He's got shirtless sequences right. and you're like. Love. The, the ladies yeah. love him. They flock to him even though he's a piece of shit to him. And nobody would actually flock to this man. No, he's he's a gargoyle. His uh, When he's got his like tapered leg jeans on uh-huh. and he's going shirtless, you're like. Watch out, here comes the science teacher. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but the film tells you, He's and subsequent, subsequent Chris Mitchum films, that it's that line from uh, Austin Powers. Men want to be him and women want to be with him. Yes. that That's everything that that film tells you is that this guy is the greatest. 
he's the greatest. He's mm. the goat. Yeah. And he sucks. And <laughs> I, the, when you're watching it the first time, you're getting into it. You got no idea. You have no idea what to expect with this. Thing. Right. And you see this guy that you're like, okay, when are they? You don't expect him to be in the movie very long because you just see him like, okay, he's not going to. Obviously, this is not the action lead. Mm-hmm. It's and just then, it's just some Filipino got, movie got uh, uh, Robert Mitchum's son. So, yeah, yeah, that's how they're going to package and sell this. Yeah, sure. And he's having some whatever meeting and discussion with some guy that mm-hmm. is going nowhere, and all of a sudden the guy pulls a gun on him. Right. And then he does a backflip kick off of the office door, uh-huh. and you're like, "What? It is out of nowhere." He the pulls dumbest a fucking Neo. It's a. You got to you got to be jacked into the fucking matrix to do shit like that. And if Chris. you were, you wouldn't do that. You would you definitely <laughs> wouldn't do that, but to even do it. I I mean, I think he dodges bullets. He by doing a door backflip. But he has to go farther away from the guy he's kicking right. to do this maneuver where he could just kick the gun. Right. You know, which the is what roundhouse happens. jobber. Or anything, right? But instead, he runs away from him, <laughs> does a backflip off of the door, and then ends up going back over and kicking him while in air. And I still believe, I think, I believe that the gun fires, and I think he dodges that fucking Yeah, I bullet. think he jumps over the bullet. That's part of the backflip off the door. <sighs> and then it just gets worse. It just gets worse. They murder townies. Yeah. Because of, of a dispute about some bananas. <laughs> I can't even remember what the, they're hunting, and he's not. I guess he's an American hunter. That's he, what the movie's he's called. He's hunting his girlfriend because she just keeps getting nabbed over and oh, over yeah. and over and over. It's we called that episode Cindy's worst day. Yeah, <laughs> because, she was, and she marries this fucking guy who destroys her life, completely destroys it, ruins the every aspect of her existence. And she's like, I love you because you're handsome. <laughs> yeah. Do you teach science? <laughs> Marry me. Cindy, your life just got worse. You went from the worst day of your life to every day being that day now. Yeah, I guess it. You know, in five years, he's just going to get tired of saving her ass. He's going to be like, you know what? I'm oh, good. I think he thrives I'm Tired on of it. saving her ass. He's the reason that she's in any of these messes to begin with. I think he enjoys it. Like, he's... It, Chris Mitchum's character is such a fucking awful piece of shit in this movie. Yeah. He's got, like, franchises of families, Jackie. He's got ladies all over Southeast Asia that he just... Honey, I've got to go to a conference. And then he goes to his other family and has to rescue them and be awful to them. He that's his that's his milieu. <laughs> that's what he's signed up for. Mm. He's a butthole. <laughs> he a he's butthole. a butthole. <laughs> uh, uh, American Hunter was on the outside looking in for me. Yeah, and the he basically goes on one of the great murder sprees of all time, mm-hmm. and then the cops pull up at the end, and he's on this motorcycle, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that was revenge," and they're like, "Oh, totally legal." Oh. Yeah, revenge. Oh, okay. Revenge right. is a reason that you could. No, there's no self-defense possibly, but revenge is not of legally condoning murder. Cool. All right. Well, I'm glad you let us know. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon, yeah. sir. <laughs> what? It's like stopping and asking a cop for directions yeah. is how he treats 
the Re- fact that he just murdered 60 guys. Yeah, like, revenge. Okay, bye. Oh, be, uh, be on your way. Be safe. Make sure to buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie number two. Life itself. Woo! Okay. A potential smab for contender and mm-hmm. a uh, mass declared worst movie of the year by Which, many critics. Yeah, I don't get that, but... Yeah, there was Rolling Stone had it worst, a couple mm-hmm. other ones. And I was like, yeah, but no. Yeah, but no. Yeah, it, it was not the worst movie that I saw all year. Okay, so I, why I, is it I number like, two on your favorite bad movies of the year list? I like the storyline. I like the progression of it. Um, the redeeming at the end. I like those kind of stories. They give me... Your favorite movie of all time is that stupid Christmas movie with Keira Knightley. And, uh, My favorite movie of Hugh all Grant. time is Somewhere in Time, and that is a okay. tragedy. Well, your other favorite movie is that fucking stupid, terrible, worst Christmas movie ever. Because it's that. Love Actually. Love Actually. It's the same thing. Yeah. And Disconjointed I, storytelling told from different perspectives all about the same thing. Right. And it grabbed my attention. And I think about it. And I I would watch it again. It, it's just one of those movies that... I felt captured something in life and I it, don't get me wrong. It was very disjointed and Antonio Banderas was kind of weird in it, but I liked it. The Oscar Isaac scenes didn't work at all. Uh, some of the script yeah. did not work at all. I, I personally thought that uh, uh, Oscar Isaac's character and uh, Olivia Monk's character, or so, Olivia Wilde, Olivia um, Wilde. Uh, were unlikable people. I did not like yeah, them. They weren't unlikable, but it was like you were supposed to be in love with them, and it didn't happen. I was unlikable to okay. them, uh, but you were supposed to like them. They're they're supposed to be wow, what a charming, great couple. Like man, these people belong together. I hope happiness finds them. It doesn't, but in, instead, my feeling was, I fucking hate these people. They're awful yeah. people. Fuck well, them. And the one thing I just really just did not like about this movie is that there were times when they would show the scene from a different perspective and then they have this one person who's narrating it and they're showing the exact same thing but now it's not a happy scene see i think it's funny that you have a list of your favorite movies of the year and this is number two and there's things that you don't like about (laughs) it how do you put it at number two if there's things you don't like about it i like the story the story (laughs) the overall story for me is what brought this on to number two. This, this is my second favorite movie. And it's I like not Am- that great, but it's my second. I like uh, Antonio Banderas, too. Oh, of course. Everybody likes Antonio. He's yeah, sexy. I thought he was going to blow it, mm-hmm. but then he didn't. He didn't. And it was like, yeah, he just, he just can't. Unless you're in an action movie, then you can totally blow it. I just think that this is a five yeah. out of ten star movie. Absolutely. It's just another contrived, fine movie. The thing is... Nothing that- special about it. I want to take beef with the people that wrote the reviews on mm-hmm. it. It says, and there was like three of them specifically. I won't single anybody out, but they all kind of are on the same bandwagon. And they're like, every couple of years is a movie that tells you everything about life that's completely wrong. And it's like, no, no, this didn't. This actually only made one small statement about life that wasn't wrong. Right. It made a bunch of statements about art that were completely wrong. Right. You fucking idiots missed the boat on you why this was bad. Our art critiques, and yeah. you missed it. And you're the same people that didn't realize that what you're what you're accusing this of 
is the movie that you liked called Aloha five years right. ago. Right, go fuck yourself. You go fuck yourself. Peter Travelers from the USA Today. <laughs> or whoever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Peter Travelers from the USA Today. Yeah, and there was like three or four other ones. They were all the same thing, like, this told you about life, and it's wrong. I was like, no, like, all it said about life was that ultimately your children are your legacy. I was like, one, whoop-de-doo. That's not the most breathtaking but thing I've ever heard in my life. Fucking blown. I'm, my mind's not blown, but it's not wrong. Right. It's not wrong. I'm going to leave all of our worldly possessions to a dog, so. I don't know. Kids may not be the legacy that everybody dreams of. Wonder if you have a <laughs> crackhead. I think I think you just pulled a life itself right there where yeah. you were like, this joke is going to land. Yeah. And Sam and I just blinked at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. Anyway, I don't, I can't really put it in. I mean, I know that I should be able to verbalize better about why I liked this movie so much, but it's really just the feeling you get as you watch it progress. It's that movie format. Sure. That is another one of your things that those movies hit you. And I fucking, I haven't seen any one of those movies. Crash is another one that everybody fucking blew Crash. It didn't fucking win an Oscar. Yeah, Crash won. Yeah, uh, I fucking hate that movie. I don't think I've ever seen well, Crash. Well, there's two Crashes that came out some around the same time. So hopefully the you're one with gonna... Sandra Bullock. Cronenberg's is the one that won Best Picture. Yeah. Isn't that um, Sandra Bullock? Don't remember if that's the one. Okay. Uh, I just don't like, uh, like, it, it, every single time you do that where it's slice a life of a bunch of group of people and then you find out that they're all related at the end because of this fucking reveal is ho-hum as shit to fucking me. So the fuck what? So the fuck what? I just hate slice of life in general. It's huh. not my. It's not. My, it's way not my bag. You ordinary people can eat a suck dick. Suck a dick, man. I want to see a guy with a sword fight an alien. Yeah, <laughs> stick it in his butt. <laughs> do it. All right. Are we ready to do this? The number ones. Are we all saying it at the same time? One, two, three. Get no. <laughs> That's not how audio works. Uh, my number one movie of the year should be no surprise. It's one of my. It's it's number one on the Hall of Fame bad movie list of all time. America fucking three thousand. Yeah, it, I'm guessing that's your number one too. Sam. No, I, because everybody what? knows that. We've talked about it too much for it to even be on the list. Oh, so I've seen America three thousand so much. So it's again. not your list is the thing the the most things I want to talk about on the previous year. Not your favorite movies of the previous year. It is. I just. <laughs> I do this all the time. You should get used to it. It's like, <laughs> it's the exception when there's something that's like so exceptional. It's like, I can't even put this in the thing because it's too good. So it's like, these are the other things that aren't America 3000. Oh, we oh. already know that's my favorite movie. I we did a whole episode on it. I talked about America 3000 for years before we, I even finally pulled the trigger on it. Well, what if somebody didn't listen to that episode, Sam, sure. and this was their opportunity for you to fill them in on why it's the greatest bad movie of all time. But I'm going to do that for you because you're an idiot. <laughs> no, I don't think that's a duck. Whatever. Um, America 3000 is not a thing. It's a thing with you and I, but it is not talked about in any circles uh, because nobody fucking could be bothered with it. Uh, it's one of the best canon movies of all time. It's one of the most brilliant post-apocalyptic movies of all time. It's silly. It's cheesy. And... Uh, it's it's just amazing. Um, it, it ends oh. on a screenshot of a monster holding a boombox 
doing a jump, yeah, victory thing. Mm-hmm. A, a fucking still frame of that. Any film that ends on a still frame has already got my attention. Any film that ends with a still frame of somebody jumping in victory has got mm-hmm. my attention. Anytime somebody's holding a boombox and doing it, got my attention. But it's a fucking monster that's it's doing it. A swamp monster jump fist pump holding a boombox freeze frame credits. Whose name is Arg. Arg. It's an orangutan. No, it's he's a not swamp an orang- He's a swamp monster named Arg that they keep in a fucking pen to fight people. He's awesome. Arg the awful is arguably arguably the greatest yeah. fucking bad movie character of all time. I'm pretty sure that they stole. I, you watch Solo. Mm-hmm. That scene plays exactly the same. It's the same scene. It is. Somebody else liked this movie, too, and it got put into Solo. And his name may be Ron Howard. Maybe be Ron Howard. (laughs) Uh, That scene plays exactly like the ARG release scene. It does. It's the same scene. Yeah. Uh, Uh, So what's your... uh, Let's uh, say, what is your favorite scene in America 3000, Sam? Oh, God. It changes every time I watch it. Um, the battle, the battle sequence with all the explosions. Actually, the last two times I've seen it, where many people may have died. Oh, yeah, no, it was the last time we watched it. I was most hung up on the uh, when he power bombs the lady through the coffee table. That's amazing, <laughs> fucking amazing. I didn't like it as much this time. I, ah. Uh, I think it's the uh, the explosions in the battle. Yeah, it's, just, which is crazy. They're massively big explosions. They're dangerous explosions. Yeah, there's, and then there's the lady that does the double spread eagle kick on the dudes. Uh-huh. That the, she lands both of them and probably isn't supposed to. Right. That's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. It has that the thing is is that America three thousand. What's your favorite part? How about I just give you a plot summary? Every second is my favorite <laughs> right. part. The beginning, the middle, and the end. The beginning, the middle, and the end. It's all hot plastic. It's all hot plastic. None of it is neggy. Uh, stop! Just stop listening yeah. to the show. Make sure you cannot be a fan of the show, honestly, and and not have seen America Three Thousand. It's that good. One of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Jackie, thoughts on America 3000? Nah. No, okay. Yeah, we're going to skip you because you don't have good takes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what can I say? It, it blended in with the rest of them that we watched, and uh, yeah. it wasn't enough to stand out for me. Uh, it didn't not, make my list. That's not what you said on the podcast, but... Yeah, but it... I Do I like it? Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. It was adventurous, and it was fun, and... I had a good time with it. And extremely nostalgic about the 80s, too. Yes. And ultimately, it has a... It's actually saying things. It like, also what the says fuck? fucking things. Uh, no, it's super important. One of the best bad movies in the world. Sam, number one from you. Operation Pink Squad 2. Oh, my God. <laughs> Operation Pink Squad. What was, wasn't there an alternative title for that? I, something House. Yeah, a Hell House or Hell some House. shit like that. Uh, it's bananas. I couldn't. Every three or four minutes, something that you would have never guessed. And it's not like, oh, you'd never guess this is going to happen. It's like, okay, what the fuck? They have a flying. Okay. <laughs> Okay. 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 So 
She's a zombie? Uh, no, she's a ghost. I think you need to back up a little bit and just say one word. Japan. <laughs> <laughs> if you, I mean, our American take on Japan is probably very wrong, but what, what we all think about Japan is a bunch of weird shit. Those people are into weird shit. Yeah. I mean, they do uh, put lettuce on ladies and then eat food off of them. Uh, they do have panty vending machines. They have a game called Concho where you jam your fingers into plastic buttholes. Um, it's a video game. Uh, they're weird. They do weird things. And this, to somebody who keeps an eye on all of their weirdness, uh -huh. goes, this is weird for you guys. This is <laughs> really weird, guys. I mean, this might be too far in the weirdness. And it's not. It's 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 crazy. So there's a team of female cops that is married, and their husbands are think they're cheating on them, but they're not. They're just trying to go to work. Right. So they go on a stakeout, but they're staking out a ghost. Right. But the ghost isn't really a ghost. It's more of like a person who can't die. Or a zombie. No, because she's totally conscious and she can do magical spells. Right. She's like an undead wizard. Yeah, an undead wizard is a good way of okay. putting it. But then there's also zombie hordes, too, There Sam. is, but this is an undead wizard, and they're on a stakeout for an undead wizard. And at one point, they just the one, the undead wizard is, one, just fucking with them for a while. Right, Not even right. really, just like, a total battle. Thing. It's, like, yeah. just fucking with them. And, and, like, playing this jealous husband thing. Yeah. Like, this guy thinks his wife's cheating on him, but I'm going to seduce him sure. in an elevator so that the... For comedy. Uh-huh. It's an undead wizard. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like a priest that they find and he's like, oh, I know how to battle this with some magic beads. Right. And that doesn't really, I guess he kind of does later, but they cut the lady's wizard's head off and it just starts flying around. It just flies around. What do you do at that point? Well, get out the police issue remote control helicopters <laughs> and... That have guns on them. <laughs> right, right. And you have to chase. There's Standard a, issue. There's a chase scene between a decapitated head <laughs> and remote control helicopters in this movie. And then it gets weirder than that. <laughs> I'm just sitting over here with my mouth open like... Oh, man, Jackie. Oh, man, I gotta just, watch this you, thing. You miss it every time we... Whenever Roman shows up and he's got a box full of imports from japan there's always one of these there's always one of the in this one why it's number one this year is because it's the big surprise is that i've put my hand in the box as paul did right yeah uh, paul atreides and i've pulled many of these imports out this thing is the weirdest i have ever seen and uh, that takes some fucking doing it's so super fucking weird and like they well, become magic wushu gods at the end. The only thing I can think of is that you have to be on drugs to come up with this shit. I don't even know if drugs can do this. It's so beyond the realm of weird that you, that you, the writer of this film, can think like this. Like, I, there's a there's a degree of imagination, but then there's a, like, what would make you come up with that? What happened to you? Or what didn't happen to me? How do I get on where you are? <laughs> Chasing ahead with remote control. And then everyone has their own police issue remote control helicopter. Standard operations. Standard Just operation. like the meteorologist get a Batmobile after you graduate. Huh. 
Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. It's far out, man. Yeah, it's far out. I can't argue with you on that one. That's a good, good fucking pick. Jackie, your number one movie of the year. God, do I have to go? Oh, are you, are you like... Rampage. Sam, Sam, oh. Rampage. I'm not going to... I'm not gonna. I like the flying year. bat werewolf. It's, I like that the monkey flips people off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a giant gorilla. He's not yeah. a monkey. The I like that the giant gorilla plays jokes on Dwayne mm-hmm. the Rock Johnson. Yep. I mean, and, and that they're they're besties. Yeah, they are true. Like Forrest Gump and Lieutenant Dan level of friendship that they have. Yeah, and I mean, I just I liked that. I like the jokes and I, I, you know, I like the action in it. And, um, who's that guy that, that played the cop Javier Bardem. Yeah. No, no, no. Javier Javier Bardem Bardem is not in it. It's, um, the guy from Watchmen, the comedian, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I, I really like him as an actor. Yeah. He's awesome. And, uh, I don't know. The whole thing was just a lot of fun, visually fun. Mm -hmm. I laughed a lot during that movie. And it just kind of kept it all rolling. So, to me, that's a that's a good package. Uh, it is also, as declared, the very best video game movie that's ever been made. And it helped that the video game that they made about didn't have a story. True. Um, can't forget about Jacob Lacey. Yes. The guy just murders it. He's with the sandwiches. It's like... He's hilarious. You could have done it without the sandwiches, but you're doing it with the sandwich, and now you've taken it to the next level. Everybody in that movie is great. There's mm-hmm. not anybody who blows it, yeah. and everybody has an absolute fun time. Um, I can't really argue with you because it is up and down an enjoyable film. Uh, it doesn't go the distance for me, per se. Um, I enjoyed it. I gave it 7 out of 10, um, but uh, I, I can't fault you for it. No, I, it I, I really like Rampage. It delivers the bullshit. It yeah. delivers the bullshit, but in a, in a non-bullshit way. It's almost like, not, not just similar because Dwayne The Rock Johnson's in it, but it's almost Fast 70 where Paul drives away and you're like, I just watched the dumbest movie on the history of dumb movies. But man, I love these fucking guys. Yeah. I actually care about these characters. That scene where Henry, I think is the gorilla's name. Something like that. Something like that, where he plays the death joke on Dwayne, and Dwayne is seriously heartbroken because the fucking gorilla saved his life. There's this moment in the film where you genuinely are a part of the chemistry that's happening between Dwayne the Rock Johnson and a guy wearing a bunch of glowing tennis balls on his fucking shirt. Did we ask if Henry was a monster bud? Um, we can't now. No, he's not a monster okay. bud. Why he doesn't not? fuck up Dwayne the Rock Johnson's life. He actually makes Dwayne the Rock Johnson's life better. Yeah. It brought him involved with the lady. He's a monster, bro. He's a monster, bruh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> monster, bruh. Bruh, bruh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, man, I, I like that movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a super fun, incredible. And the, the thing is, that at a very base level, it's incredibly stupid as well. Right. You just can't. It's incredibly. Really, you're going to do this as a movie? Okay, fucking. Flying why not? giant dog bat takes down Things. a city and fights a alligator spike face sharky thing sharky thing yeah it's 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 a as kaiju dumb shit as you can get but blast total blast all right also the best american so it's not only the best <laughs> video game movie it's also the best american version of a kaiju movie 
Because those are always bad. They're all bad. Off the top of my head, I can't. can't, There's only a handful of them, and they're all shit. Yeah, they're all shit. They are all shit. We'll see what happens with King of Monsters uh, this summer. You're not—I know you're not excited about it, but I, you know, fucking love Godzilla, man. Yeah. Fucking love it. Me too. I'm excited for go- the new Godzilla movie. Yeah, I think it looks cool. It's probably gonna suck. Um, that is the urine review, guys. Uh, America 3000, uh, Operation Pink Squad, and Rampage—the number ones. Uh, let's move on. Wrap up this. Uh, wrap up this Jim a Jam with uh, our favorite good quote-unquote movies of the year 2018 oh actually you know what let's back up um sam do you got anybody on your honorable mentions you want to sh- throw a shout out to uh films from honorable mention yeah yeah things that didn't make your list got anything no because howard duck made the list <laughs> <laughs> and then i already mentioned like oh if i would have rem- oh actually no what was it robotrix yeah if yeah. I would have remembered that I saw that, I would have uh, probably put it in Howard the Duck's place. Yeah, you, you blew that one. Jackie? Yeah, it's hard to remember some of these the Roman ones, right? Yeah, right. Because Pink Squad blew it so far away, it's hard to remember. Jackie, you got any honorable mentions? Uh, Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. Oh, my God, no. What was that called? It's called Santa Claus and the Ice yeah. Cream Bunny. That was just fucking weird. It's awful. Yeah. And awful, and... It didn't make my list, but I have thought about it from uh, here from it's time to time. It's truly as bad as you can make them. It's Monster Go Go bad. It, it, I it's weird. I hated that movie because there, I, I said this on the podcast. There's certain movies that make me sick to my stomach. Like I, I'm not like angry at the movie. I feel nauseous, and that's one of them. Yeah. It makes me physically ill. Mm-hmm. That's Santa's not so good. Lazy. He just <laughs> sat there in his sleigh the entire time. Uh, it's the worst. Um. Anything else? No. I right. did. We did Naked Killer this year, right? No, that was year before. That was less, okay. Because yeah. I, uh, I want to shout out to Robotrix. I also like that. I want to give Batman Forever a shout out. Honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, it was surprising on the third, fifth time I'd seen it that yeah. uh, we had we had a lot of fun with that. Um, Firepower, uh, with uh, Chris Lemon and uh, shitty uh, uh, Dolph Lundgren. Martial Law 1 and 2 with uh, Cynthia, Cynthia Rothrock. Rothrock. Love her. Well, those are, I believe, the Martial Laws are the ones that are, of her films, most people hold those in the highest regard. Yeah. Of yeah. her films. Yeah, no, I, she's she's the best. Uh, Legend, I want to give a shout out to, even though it's fucking beautiful as fuck. Tell that last match shot. Uh, it doesn't look as bad as you think it does on the remaster, um, but oh. boy, is it fucking dumb. It yeah. is a bad movie, but God, is it the best looking movie that's ever been made. Uh, I'll give American Hunter on the outside looking in. Firehead as well was another one. Um, uh, and then the year of the shitty sons, Chris Lemon. Chris Mitchum yeah. and Chad McQueen, Chad all McQueen. newly discovered failed prodigies. <laughs> yeah. The first Chad McQueen was fun. The second one with where they couldn't find the guy that was standing behind him. That was like the best part of that with him and uh, Gary Daniels. Gary Daniels, who I love. Yeah, and, I think uh, that that one went south Ultimate on me Warrior. just because they killed Gary Daniels too Yeah, fast. it kind of made me mad when they killed Gary Daniels, yeah. but... Why did you do that? Um, but yeah, that um, I'm sorry. I mixed those two up. Firepower was that movie. Firehead yeah. was the one with uh, 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 Chris Lemon, who sucks. Top three of the year. Start with Sam. 
Give us all three. Oh, all three? Yeah, we'll just do them individually. Uh, number three for me is a real big surprise because I didn't... Like, it just... How does a Spielberg movie come in under the radar? Yeah, One. right. So I don't know about it. I hear about this fucking thing on Discord, and I'm like, oh, this is... Huh. Whatever. People that like video games are obviously going to like this right. because it's uh, based in that. So, like, I'm I'm catching... I catch wind of this through the gaming clan I'm in. Then I watch it and I'm like, what the fuck? That's pretty good. (laughs) You were expecting stupidity. I was expecting it to be goddamn awful. Right. And Ready Player One was not goddamn awful. It was pretty good. It it was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. It it pushes your happy buttons at times. Mm -hmm. It does all of the things that a good sort of films for children and adolescents kind of needed like do what the Goonies does. Yeah. And it it's not Goonies, but it does what the Goonies does for the viewer. It makes you feel about the same way. Yeah, it's a, just a great popcorn face stuffing movie. Yeah. And boy howdy did he knock the goddamn uh ball. <laughs> No, the fucking Gundam thing. Like, you're going to do Gundam. You better not fuck it up. And Spielberg being, you know, a master of visuals. Right. But having a reputation of occasionally fucking it up. Occasionally fucking it up. Crystal Skull. Fucked it up. Yeah, pretty bad. Uh, No. Yeah. He uh, did the Gundam thing fucking awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Number two was the movie that I saw that I was like, oh, that's too bad. I... Thought this was going to be one of the better movies I saw this year. And then I watched the Oscar picks. (laughs) (laughs) So this one made it back to number two. I was like, this is going to be a bottom. Like, this will be number 10. Right. Movies of 2016. Because it was like, oh, I was. Maybe I expected too much from you. But ultimately, it's a, you know, really good first effort film. It's got some rough edges. Sorry to bother you. After I watched it, it was like, oh, that's. It'll, it's a good movie, but this is definitely not going to make my year in review. Right. Then I watched the Oscar picks. Right. Good God. So, yeah, yeah Sorry to Bother You is better than all of the um, movies that were nominated for Best Picture as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I heard good things about it. I didn't watch it, but I heard good things. It's good. Yeah. I, I mean, know that you're going into somebody's first movie and that it does have rough edges, but it has some really awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, if it... If it was able to maintain the steam of its awesome points all the way through, I would be like, this is best picture. But there's, you know, rough edges, and it doesn't have sort of a consistent pace at some points. And I think that there's a point where the allegory he's creating is disrupted by the love story that doesn't need to be as big as it is in the movie. I see. That that's a, a a pretty big strike for me when they do that. You don't need to focus on that so much, so much. because because it's not the plot of the movie. Yeah. Either make the love story the plot or something else. And it's not like overwhelmingly oppressive. It's not, it's not it's Bootsy just, Russell. Bootsy Russell was the guy that got shot. That's uh, Nipsey Hussle. Oh, this is Boots Riley. Boots Riley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that doesn't. Sound Bootsy right. Russell is not even a person. Uh, I think there is. Is the bass player for Parliament? Sex Pistols? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, Boots Riley. Yeah. Not Bootsy. Anything. So maybe uh, we'll keep an eye out. 
uh, moving forward. Maybe uh, those rough edges will get cleaned up. In yeah, well, subsequent work. We'll see. I mean, and I hope he does make another movie because it seemed like, you know, he put his heart and soul into this thing. And then when he didn't get an Oscar nomination, mm-hmm. like he kind of flew off the handle. He got oh. real pissed off. Oh, I didn't hear about that. And then he won the Independent Spirit Awards. So okay. it's like, dude, you actually, you got the thing that you deserve. So you should be happy about it. And also that's your first fucking movie. You did a great fucking job. Calm down. Yeah. Jesus. Just do it again. Yeah. And then, I mean, there was, this year was awful, I think, for Best Pictures. Really because was. this wasn't nominated for it and it should have won it. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was the best movie I've seen. And it's not just that, like, I keep watching these movies for 2016. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, 2016, what a great year. Very great year. There's, like, 30 movies from 2016 that are better than all of the Oscar nominees from right. this year. Absolutely. Like, 30. Like, 30. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse would go toe-to-toe with any of those 2016 movies. Dude, honestly, I keep saying, you know, like... When, when you talk this much about film like we do, oh, you, you end up saying the same thing a lot. Um, that's the best movie I've seen in 10 years. But where are you getting that information? Did I actually go back and look 10 years oh, yeah, yeah, and, and cross-check it? No, people just say shit like that. But I then go, what, what, if, what if I said it's the best movie I've seen in 20 years? Would that be wrong? What if it's the best movie I've seen in... 40 years. What if I'm going all the way back to fucking Citizen Kane? Yeah. What if? What if? Can I say that? I think some people can say that. I'm not brave enough to make that claim, but if somebody says that, I kind of feel that way too. Like, it's, it's, it's fucking as good as anything that's ever been done. Period. End of yeah. statement. It's as good as anything has ever been made. It is visually inventive. It is just its core experience of the theater going experience. The audio and the visuals are amazing, breathtaking at certain points. But from a writing perspective, rather than hit all these different bases, what it does is it actually expresses the core of the human experience Mm -hmm. in a way that no matter if you're 8 or 80 or what, if you can understand the words that are being said, you enjoy it and you can experience it and you're a part of it because you're a human being. Right. Not because you have all... We all feel this way because it understands the core of our being. If you can't be a hero without the suit, then you can't have the suit. That's, that's at the end of the day, mm-hmm. Miles is a hero with or without his superpowers. And that's Every single one of us should try to be. You don't need the superpowers to be the hero. Mm -hmm. If you need the superpowers to be the hero, you don't fucking deserve the goddamn superpowers. Um, I love Miles. I fucking love Miles. I love Miles Morales more than I love Captain America. He is the beacon of everything that we should be and strive for as humankind. He is right and moral in a fucking convenient little walnut package. Love him. His trials are the trials that we all have. Exactly. We understand him. They, I, There hasn't been a movie written this well in so long. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. When it's like, oh, this is the best movie I've seen. And I said five immediately, but I was like 10. The, where I can go is the... I, I mean, go, the, the only thing I can even come close with is Silver Linings. And Silver, I thought it was better than Silver Linings. I, I didn't it's even, better than Silver Linings. So for me, what it was is when I got out of there, I immediately thought... 
when's the last time and if it this could be better than the than the movie that comes up but i was like when's the last time that a movie hit blew me away or hit me from a side that i wasn't ready for it mm-hmm. and it was children of men i think this is probably better than children of men i, I think it's better than children of men but children of men had that same it was like i didn't see it coming right it floored me right and it's like i had to go far back 10 years to even compare it to something. And then all of a sudden now I'm comparing it to movies that I can fit on one hand. Right? No, it's that good. It does deserve to be a, a, it's the best fucking comic book movie that's ever been made. B it's the best movie that was made in 2018. C can go on the list of best movies that's ever been made. Yeah. Period. Um, Let's go with you, Jax. Three through one. Number three. Venom. Venom! I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. I liked the jokes. And I thought the visual effects for when Venom would take him over were mm-hmm. really cool. Because I, I don't know anything about Venom. You didn't know Venom, anything about Venom. But I thought it was funny that he eats bad guys. Venom was a surprise. I did not think I would like it. That trailer is terrible. Bad. It's a bad trailer. And it undersells the fucking movie. Oh, yeah. Venom was not a bad movie. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, me too. Um, but, you know, you're right. It doesn't really get a lot of, you know, nobody talks about it or anything. And no, it, it kind of commercially tanked. Yeah, but I really enjoyed it. I was hoping that they'd make another one, but I don't know if they were going they, to. They, they, yeah, they made they enough. Will. It they, made they enough. They made enough. They will. Um, you get, I mean, they already Tom Hardy is such Marge. a, he's such a great actor. Tom Hardy's the bomb. Yeah. Tom Hardy is Junior Gary Oldman. There is a he's got a shot at being the best that yeah. there's ever been. There's the the joke that's circulating in memes is that you'll be walking down the street and someone will say cut and it turns out you've been Gary Oldman the whole time. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I now think that you can say that you can make the same joke with Tom Hardy at this point. He like is... somebody's going to yell cut and Jackie's going to be like, "Well, wait, wait a second, I'm just Tom Hardy." Per- wait, I was what? Tom Hardy this whole time? I'm Tom Hardy. I'm Tom Hardy. He's like Spartacus. Mm-hmm. Um Venom, my only beef with Venom is that it takes too long for Venom. Once Venom is there, dude, Venom rules. Yeah, they did a good yeah. job with that. Like, that character is cool. The symbiote. Um, when when he's just Eddie Brock, I'm not a big fan of that whole beginning, the, the plot, and the, the, the table setting, as Sam likes to call mm. it. Um, but once he's Venom, dude... The bomb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I can't fault you for that. But Venom was one of the best movies of the year. I, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. And then my number two pick is, of course, Into the Spider-Verse. Number two. Number two. Number two. Huh. You better um, not say number one is Life Itself. <laughs> no. Life Itself. It's number one. <laughs> we both know what number one is. Yes. If you don't uh, know I what number one true. is. Yeah, I guess that's true. Coming from me, then you haven't been paying attention. Yeah. Um, this isn't the, uh, again, this list is our favorites, not yeah. let's get into hard film critique. Yeah. And, and But I, the reason that I really like the Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. and I kind of stayed out of your guys' nerd talk, um, <laughs> was mostly because there was a Spider-Man for everyone. Right. There was a pig that was a Spider-Man for fat right. people. Right. You know, they, they had middle-aged spider dude that was like, look, I've got spider belly now. Peter, Peter Parker, yeah. Yeah. And 
Glenn Danzig could identify with Nick Cage. Right. Uh, And Gwen. Don't forget about fucking Gwen. She fucking rules. The white spider girl. Yeah. She was cool. She's fucking awesome. And she was probably the best spider person. She she was clearly the best spider person. Yeah. Yeah, She was rad. Except for maybe Spider-Man Noir, who's pretty fucking awesome. Well, I mean, most awesome. Yeah, Spider-Man Noir. But if you actually go... In the movie, because we have over the hill Spider-Man who can't be like, he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the shot. If you had to have which one is the best action-packed Spider-Man, it's Gwen Stacy in that movie. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a big thing for me that kind of I think that's a really good uh, way of of putting that, Jax. And then, (sighs) so I'm such a fan of Queen that Bohemian Rhapsody, I mean, every time I watch that movie, it makes me cry. I just love it so much. I watched it like I went to the theater three times to wow. see it. Um, That's Encino Man level shit right there. You do realize it's not Queen. It's people pretending to be Queen. Right. It's Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. I'm familiar with the movie. I've seen it. Right. Uh, it's not Bo- It's not Queen. It's people pretending to be Queen. So my beef with you about this entire thing is that you're like, I just love Queen. So I'm going to go see a bunch of people pretending to be Queen. Rather than just going and watching Queen. I like the story. It's not the story of Queen. It's pretend Queen. Yeah. I'll keep it to yourself, Bucky. <laughs> yeah. That was nice. Uh, like I Bucky loved Barnes. it. I, you know, I thought uh, Rami did a really, really good job. Rami. It's Rami. Rami. <laughs> I'm Rami. Rami Malak. Um. I can't say his name. I was. It's pretty, I, I tried. It's Rami Malik. It's not that hard. Rami Malik. I thought he did a really, really good job. I as, thought he put on fake teeth. As uh, Freddie Mercury, and the guy who plays Brian, it looks just like him. Okay. So the character matching with the actual members of Queen, I thought was really awesome, and. I don't know. There was just something about the spirit of that movie and. The way that they told that story without focusing it too much on one thing or another and just trying to bring like not making it all about the fact that he died of AIDS, not making it all about the fact that he was a homosexual. They made it about the music. I think that they fucking I think that they whitewashed the shit out of that fucking movie. And I think that they steered very far away from anything that had any like the we made a movie about about a gay man. And then cut all the gay shit out of it because nobody wants to see the gay shit. That's another I, like I kind of don't like Bohemian Rhapsody because I think it's a fucking bastardization of the entire fucking thing that they're trying to do. I'm gonna disagree. Hey, I don't think guess that what? They, the music fucking rules. Yeah, it does fucking rule. But I thought that they tried to approach the fact that he was a homosexual when it wasn't okay to be a homosexual, and you know the beginning of the AIDS epidemic where everybody was scared. And I thought that they captured that well without shoving it in your face and being like, see, meh. Maybe people need to have it shoved in their face. I, I don't think humanity can be ever forgiven for what happened with early AIDS patients. We need to be constantly reminded. And if people have to eat some fucking humble pie on that shit and they're like, eh, it's, it's too much. It's only about that. Well, fucking, that's your fucking, your, well, your fucking, uh, penance for how he treated those people and the thing is is that freddie mercury he was about the music and i really felt like that they tried to keep that in the film as much as possible and make that the the centerpiece of what that film was actually about is about them making music as queen i i I thought and their rise to stardom and i thought that it was 
excellently done. I, I love it. I, I thought that uh, the one thing that they did very well was exactly the opposite of what you said. I don't think that they made that movie that it was all about Queen. I think a lot of what was stated was that there was a huge portion of Freddie Mercury that was about Freddie Mercury. And I thought that they did that well, that they handled his ego very well. He was an egotist, Jackie, the best musician that's ever lived by far. But he was a massive egotist. And I thought that they did a good job of not skirting around that, that they yeah. they said, dude, this guy loves himself a lot. He's That's why he's the showman that he is. Mm. He's playing not just to you, but to himself. He's putting on a show for him. Loves I, himself I almost as much as Liberace. Yeah. Mm. Liberace loved him some Liberace. <laughs> Either way, I mean, I ha- I, I bought the, the uh, my mom actually gave me the... Uh, Blu-ray mm-hmm. for my birthday, mm-hmm. and I've watched it six times already. Yeah, you you love the shit out of it. Yeah. You're not alone. You are not alone. You're not alone. Yeah, I had a couple people say it was. The, I actually had a guy tell me that doesn't even like Queen all that much that he thought it was the best movie he's seen in five years. I was like, huh, huh. All right, okay. Sounds bold. I mean, best movie this year? Yeah, I mean it's a fucking weak year, but well, I don't know about that. Uh, my number three. Uh, my number three, we haven't talked about. Uh, fucking Natalie Portman in Annihilation. Annihilation, I didn't watch that. I, yet. um, it's not that it's fucking anything to write home about story wise, but it is one of the most imaginative visual movies I've ever yeah. seen in my life. It is fucking stunning to look at, and not just from like a wow dude you you computer guys did a really good job on that it's it's neat it's it's a it's like doing a bunch of drugs and watching fucking 2001 like whoa mind fucking blown but i did it sober because that's what i am when i'm 40 um it it, i i thought i i I did enjoy the story don't get me wrong in the statements the film was trying to make um, but that's not what you come for in yeah. Annihilation. And I thought that it was arguably one of the most uh, beautiful movies that it's, uh, the, the, the CGI guys have ever done. And what's his nut that's directed it? Garland. Uh, Garland. Alex it was Garland. all his uh, uh, all his vision was all that, yeah. apparently. So, um, yeah, check out Annihilation, was, dude. I thought it was awesome. The previous film was very good looking as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that he gets one that he knocks out of the park because that's all he's missing. Like, the visuals are there. Let's get one of these. I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah, see what happens. We'll he's, see. Yeah, he's got. He's got a. He needs the Guillermo del Toro script. Basically, all those. All those scripts are heading to Guillermo. This guy needs. A well, he writes his own stuff. Script. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he needs somebody to well, help I, well, him out. <laughs> maybe I don't know. It, the thing is, is I just maybe he's got one in him. I hope he does. Yeah, I hope so too. Because Annihilation was fucking. I loved it. Um, number two, Ready Player One. The thing that you didn't say about Ready Player One is the this the the climax of the film is probably the most taxing labor on a on a set of computers that yeah. I have ever seen in film. I mean the process to render that entire sequence with all of the fucking models yeah, it's impressive. It's fucking impressive, not only from a filmmaking standpoint, but but from a technology standpoint. That's impressive to me. It's interesting that uh, the three movies on my list are all essentially animated movies. Huh. Um, uh, uh, what that I'm signing up for and praising. Um, but yeah, it, it, there's also 
when you say the didn't fuck it up thing, the licensing that was fucking involved with oh, that movie. Yeah. Like like the one time that we only he could praise men in ties, we usually throw them under the bus. Men in Ties did a really great job of signing contracts. <laughs> yeah. I think there's also a point that, like, the licensing happening doesn't happen if it's not Spielberg. The oh, only guy not. that anyone will right. go, sure, right. is Spielberg. Right. And so because of him, people just signed the papers. This is... Dude, we have a lot of money writing on this particular thing that you're trying to buy. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's sensitive material, as it were. You can fuck this up if yeah. you do it wrong. Well, Steven Spielberg's doing it. Here, where do I sign? Oh, really? Um, yeah, no, it's just, it, it's, it's not just that these guys, the labor involved in sending a team of lawyers all across the fucking world to get all the licenses for this shit is, it's, yeah, it's an achievement. Uh, uh, I, I over probably say that I overuse that, but like, nice job. Yeah, Dude, seriously, business guys, well done. One of the things that's really interesting about him getting that done is that he did that intentionally because he didn't want to blow himself. Mm-hmm. Because the book actually has him as one of its chief reference points, and he's like, well, I don't want to. Make a movie about how awesome I am. <laughs> that would make me a huge dickhead. I just want to make an awesome movie. And so before this, I'm always kind of like, I'm, I've am i been on the, fa- I'm actually, this has kind of put me a little different place, like knowing about how he made it. And this whole movie kind of makes me like Spielberg a little bit more than I liked before. Well, I, dude, here's the thing. Spielberg has hit it out of the park for me two times in yeah. a row. The post is fucking yeah. amazing. Uh when was the last time he hit two in a row? What did he do before Lincoln? Uh, the the uh, Bridge of Spies, which wasn't bad. Yeah, I didn't see that. I didn't say it hit it out of the park by any means. The last time he fucked it up was Crystal Skull. Yeah, I'm and not saying. I'm not saying fuck, but yeah. he hit it out of the park for me two movies in yeah, a row. That's pretty. Good. He probably hasn't done that since the seventies. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what he did. Well, did. So the thing is, is like, what did he do on either side of Schindler's List and Private Ryan? Right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, man. No, uh, maybe his star is rising in his old age. Yeah, why? Well, where it's just that, you know what? He's pretty good at it. <laughs> it seems like he's a good director. <laughs> I, we start you naming might. all these movies. It's like, yeah, that guy, that guy, that guy might be pretty good at I, this. He appears to be uh, <laughs> able to uh, shoot a movie. <laughs> um, yeah, Ready Player One. Wow. Uh, and then number one, obviously, uh, Spider Verse. I have I've said everything that I can possibly say about that, except for one thing: it's impossible. That's uh, 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 it's not just that it's so good. You again put it down on paper what it is and hand it to me, and I say that's <laughs> never should. gonna work, guys. Yeah. That is never gonna work. People, the the comic book fanboy dork shit. Are, are are going to these fucking Avengers movies. Who's fucking Miles? Somebody else is not Spider-Man. It's not Peter Parker. Yeah. I go back to the fucking clone business of the late 90s uh, uh, in the Spider-Man thing that people fucking wanted to burn Marvel to the fucking... They wanted to invade the building yeah. and, and like you know, pitchforks were out because fucking Peter Parker wasn't Spider-Man. So you come to me and say, we're going to make a Spider-Man. Sony? 
is going to make a Spider-Man movie that isn't linked to the Avengers in any way, shape, or form. It's not linked to the current Spider-Man that's on the Avengers movie in any way, shape, or form. It also has time travel, interdimensionality, and uh, 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 a, bun- a bunch of Spider-Mans. One of them is a cartoon pig. Another one is an anime that, uh, mech with a girl inside of it. Um, Guys, I appreciate the uh, the ambition and the imagination. It's, not, it's, uh, it's probably going to be a fun, cute movie, kids movie, you know, uh, but uh, that's not going to work. And somehow it fucking is amazing beyond its impossibility. It's, that's uh, that never happens. It's impossibility goes farther than that, because usually when you write a script, like if you're trying to sell a screenplay now, you want to leave out as much direction as possible. Mm-hmm. People want to make those decisions later. Right. When you come up with something like this, the writing has to have a lot of planning in it. And so there's a script and a, and a screenplay package that kind of came with this all together Everyone after that stuck to the plan. Right. That's the other thing. The thing is, is that it is a superior plan, but it actually got stuck to and it's like, Sony, you're the guys that actually stuck wait, to the plan? Wait, that's Sony? There's not like a secret Sony that made this movie? It's Sony Sony that made this? Sony stuck to the plan. Huh. How about that? It's impossible. It shouldn't exist. And it does. And that's like, again... Maybe guys, maybe we we start talking about this being one of the greatest movies of all time, and not just my favorite. Seriously, it's impossible. It shouldn't exist. And anytime you have a film where you have where you go into a movie and they're like, you, you come out of it going, I didn't know that they could make movies like that. Yeah, that's called a game changer, folks. Yeah, Patton Oswalt. I'll quote him. He says he says it's the best movie he's ever seen in his life. When we walked out, we're all silent until we get all the way outside, and I just the only thing I could say was, you can't do any better. You cannot, you want, I mean, you're like, because you just saw something that's that good. And you're like, am I sure that I interpreted that right? Am I sure that there wasn't any problems with it? That it's, that I didn't, I'm not just blowing it. No, you're not. It's that good guys. Yeah. Uh, and that's the end said Janet Jackson in one of her songs. (laughs) Weird. Yeah. That's the end. Um, next up, uh, is my pick. It is going to be Bubba motherfucking hotel. All right. <laughs> Starring Bruce Campbell and Ozzy Davis, that Ozzy Davis, uh, currently streaming on Amazon prime. So make sure to watch Bubba hotel if you haven't, and we will get to that. Um, thanks for listening guys to another year of us doing this, uh, whatever thing that we are doing and uh, continually uh, to support us and let, let, don't hesitate to write us your year in review. We want to know. We do. Um, please, because there might be shit on there that we want to watch. So make sure you get that to us. Uh, talk at stinkermadness.com is the email address. You can also hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash stinkermadness. And same with Twits. Turs. Twits. Turs. Twits. Turs. Those twits. are the people that work behind the counter. <laughs> Every place I shop. <laughs> <Twister>. <laughs> uh, you want your receipt, sir? You twitster. Um, so check out Bubba Hotep. Uh, thanks for listening. Get to the chop. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.